listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. I am smoking on that gas. Life should be on Cinemax movie. Bought my boob, bigger tits and a bigger ass. Who he? Not I. I smoke strong that Popeye. Louis V in my archives. Black diamonds apartheid. Bread up my top down. On the block with a block owl. Hit your ass with the block owl. Dope enough to get your no- <laughs> in your nostrils. I'll take your girl a kidnapper. Feed her to my mattress. That skeleton in my closet is probably dead ass rappers. It's probably puss ass niggas. Don't try me, I'll pull that trigger. Hey, welcome to the Black Out Tips Podcast. Your host, Rod, and okay. brought to you by Swisher Seats. Oh, Lord. <laughs> now come free dumped. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, the course is the Black Out Tips. You can find us on iTunes or Stitcher. Just search uh, the Black Out Tips. We'll come up. Leave us a five star review. If we uh, have the time to go through that thing and see that it's positive, we're going to read it on the show. It's that easy. You know, if you leave a five star review and it's negative, we're not going to read it. Mm-hmm. If you leave a less than five star review, I'm not going to read it. Mm-hmm. So if you want your voice heard, we'll read it on the feedback show that we do every follow Saturday. Instructions. As long as you follow them instructions, dog. Uh, of course, the official weapon of the show is the taser. An unofficial sport is bullet ball. And bullet ball extreme and today's podcast is sponsored is brought to you by shadow dog productions they got a new album on itunes and it features three hilarious tracks from me and karen yep the tracks represent how short a horror movie would be if it starred me and karen Mm-hmm. they're not long they're not very long skits mm-hmm. but they are very funny skits and yes. that's really what you pay for you can buy the whole album or just download the individual tracks at a dollar a piece their tracks are called short horror um make sure that okay cool phone what no silence sorry it's very unprofessional uh short horror one two and three uh we'll have a direct link uh in the chat uh in the um not chat in the comments for the uh for the episode synopsis so you'll see it on your itunes and you just click on that take you right there and you can just cop those tracks man uh so just go on itunes and you can just search um austin harter h-a-r-t-e-r and it'll bring up the whole album um all right we're also brought to you by loot crate that's right loot crate is a monthly mystery crate filled in with exclusive items from the biggest and best pop culture franchises go to lootcrate.com slash tbgwt and enter code tbgwt to save three dollars on any new subscription all right this month they're going to be talking about horror okay that's going to be the theme you got until the 19th at 9 p.m pacific standard time to sign up after that it's going to be too late you will have fucked up as the kids say so make sure you guys sign up at lootcrate.com slash tbgwt and enter code tbgwt and save three dollars off of any new subscription all right let's talk about all kinds of stuff that's happening um you know what we forgot to talk about i forgot to ask justin was he watching it insecure that was the excellent first episode yeah it's the right did a thing man um it was uh yeah it was it was dope man it's so good to have all this black stuff on tv yes i was thinking about this uh this morning when i woke up for some reason i was like for the first time in my when i'm 36 37 years i've never actually seen this much black tv like we've had black tv on don't get me wrong but it was like thursday nights on nbc Mm-hmm. you know or it was like the family matters but it was in between uh the, full house right and, so yeah. but this is the first time like literally this many black shows 
with varying different uh i won't say stereotypes but different um black people all the black people ain't the same all the black people ain't politically correct all the black people you know from different backgrounds all the black people from you know some are married some are not married some have children some don't have children like i really like the diversity in the black shows and it's a lot of them it's so many of them that literally you almost have to pick and choose what you want to watch and mm-hmm. say well i watch this live and i'll um uh watch this later on netflix or hulu like you it's almost an overload and i love it because it's one of those things where it's so many black shows now we're gonna get this regardless don't get me wrong but it's so many black shows now that i don't have to hear about people complaining about how this show needs to represent every fucking thing mm-hmm. like and that's what i love if you want ratchetness it's a show for you you want politically correct it's a show for you you know you want you want huxtable light or, or huxtable adjacent it's a show for you you don't give a fuck about that you want people saying nigga it's a show for you so you know that's what i i really love about it and the first time in my life we got this much black tv and they're scattered they're right. not all on ABC, NBC, or CBS. You know, they're, they're scattered. Some are on, you know, the high premium channel. Some are on regular cable. Some are on, you know, your standard stations. It's been around forever, and I I love it. I love it so uh, much. And the thing about it, a lot of these shows are getting high, high um, viewerships because black people in general are underserved we are a very very underserved market but everybody wants to ask shocked and surprised when you put shit out there for for black people and all of a sudden in you know the sales spike and all this shit it's like yeah dog we out here but you always want to give us white shit and we'll watch that too but we do want to see us we want to see us us make a difference and not only for that for black people i want to see more shows with uh asian people you know i want to see more shows with muslim people lgbtq you know i don't want to stop with just black people because for some reason since we the quote unquote the 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 minority that when people go uh, oppression all that stuff uh indians i mean native americans i'm bad my bad but when it goes to oppression of the group that that actually is the loudest uh we are so they go with if we have super served black people we don't have to worry about the other brown people but they want to be represented it too i mean they want representation too and these other diverse groups want representation also so i hope that they understand that um keep going this route uh there's nothing but good things will happen in the future in my opinion and diversity matters and i mean diversity as the shows don't have to be centered around white people and white people yes white people can be in it and white people cannot be in it for the first time you know before whenever you do anything quote-unquote black you always had to have one token white person you know unless it was on like bet or something like that but you know these are shows where we go yeah white people y'all exist but just like y'all can have worlds without us we can have worlds without you and you know white people don't want to hear that because the, uh, the world has always been surrounded by them and their hopes and their dreams and their aspirations and every all the other fucked up things they can do. Well, black people want these adventures about them. We want to also see about, you know, black people that do good, black people that do bad, black people that struggle, black people that single parents, black people that's married, black people, you know, that, that, that about sex life. We want to hear. And I also want the black people that, that also just do white things, quote unquote, what we consider white things. I want those stories too. I, I, I just love the the diversity and it just hit me for the first time this morning 
about how just diverse it is and i can say i love the diversity yeah i i think um specifically like on the blackness of it um you know i do love the different voices within blackness um and Issa Rae, um you know like she's you know been around for a while a lot of these people have been around for a while trying to like and come up through different ropes and whatnot but um uh i thought insecure was kind of a unique thing because you know i hadn't really gotten to see that before on tv you know um that kind of quote-unquote awkward black girl not to be too much of a pun but right. uh sense of humor um where you know and she got that production budget and you know things were very specifically from her point of view and whatnot um which was cool and yeah i like that all the pressure isn't on one show to like represent everybody because you know um when it's one person and and also that means you can dislike things like if you don't like queen sugar that's cool you you know like it's not like you hate the black show you know i think that's very much how it used to be where it's like oh i don't really like so-and-so oh you hate the one black show that we did get like well damn you know people put this unnecessary pressure on you to like it you don't like green sugars green leaf you don't like green leaf it's atlanta you don't like atlanta it's blackish like it is so much shit out there and um so much of it is it seems to be strictly for the black view right which you know i think specificity has always been um that's actually how things become universal it's actually when you make things really personal that people can relate to them because those things do become universal even when it's a unique experience right because certain people can relate to certain things um you know like everyone can relate to insecurity everyone can relate to um depression everybody can relate to being happy you know like if you if you're able to like encapsulate that within your art and i think some of these shows are so black i mean Mm -hmm. atlanta's episode last night i mean the shit was so it's like it was like hey black people this is for you well it's just like i've never experienced that before right where you know because i'm like oh arizona iced tea yeah the price is on the can though it it, it is oh swiss like when the dude was when the actor dude was talking about smoking swiss and sweets i was like yeah everybody knows swisher sweets nobody smokes swisher sweets the way they, they come Mm-mm. you know what i mean they <laughs> but, never smoke it as it comes you know what i mean so it was just kind of like um the you know just certain things that just really resonated uh and you know you still have your black your messages in there and stuff but you know i can imagine people without outside of the culture might be watching a little like almost utterly confused at some of the stuff but um the core of these shows is just you know so black and it's not really taking the time out to explain every black thing to you um right it which just, which is just a um you know with luke cage and same thing like it's just that feeling that you have while you're watching it where you're like oh yeah you i get all this and you know I, i'm gonna be interested to see how reviews go to be honest i think there's probably a lot of white well-meaning white people that they'll understand that they don't get it and they'll review things and they'll kind of be like well i don't get all the references but i can see the notes and the beats and be like that's a good show right there's going to be some people that are going to be like since i don't understand culturally these jokes the show's not good right um and you know and then there's going to be people that just you know come take shots at them anyway not everyone's going to like everything it's going to be interesting to see how the reviews go after a while um because people are watching these shows and they're getting renewed so they are anyway i uh i had just forgot that we didn't talk about insecure 
uh yeah. with justin and and, and oh, yeah, just, <laughs> the uh, broken pussy song <laughs> yeah <that's, laughs> i think i think i think for me particularly about insecure being a black woman that is a something that's hardly ever presented just a black woman being herself versus a black woman being strong or single black mama with kids uh you know single black woman you know or or, or a black woman fighting over a man or, or whatever these different variations is and it's one of those things that she was a black woman dealing with her shit like at the beginning when they was clowning her that's real shit mm-hmm. you know black women do get picked on about their hair about how they talk about all these different things about you know the shit she dealt with that work like that shit is real and i and i know different people feel, probably feel different ways about it but that shit is real and black women specifically relate to it you know and it's one of those things where that's an even under super served market actually and that's why when tyler perry came on the scene he served a large percentage of the black women they had a church going black women a lot of them but they was a large percentage of black women and i think that uh that's why those women are dedicated to him and all that stuff because he served them he didn't serve all black women and that's why he got a lot of criticism which i completely understand but now the quick it's off the like the pressure is off of him because now you have more diverse people targeting various different audiences now i mean it really came people came around too right to be honest because i do remember like uh shit when this show started i remember making jokes about tyler perry and being like but for real though i don't mind tyler perry like and and being like but if like i'm a person that don't doesn't really watch his stuff right but i i have no problem with it which was and i think you know especially with us first starting out and the kind of people that get into podcasting and then the kind of people that will find a black podcast there was a very like anti tyler perry anti certain type of blackness um wave that was going and it's starting to die out because i think the the answer has always just been um mixing up what we're seeing like it's just more and more blackness that will make it'll offset the pressure because it was always unrealistic to think any one artist could encapsulate the black experience it was always a you know i still i still thought it was uh highly offensive for people to say he should take his money and give somebody else movies like they right. should like here's here's the money i earned doing things my way with my vision right that the things that entertained a lot of people uh, a lot of black women to be honest a lot of southern black women found entertainment right, in that right and then people were like now take your money and give it to somebody else it's like for what why you don't ask white people or whoever else to do this yeah why? it's just but just for what is this is i'm not here to serve everybody you know it's and it shouldn't be my job as a black artist to do that like um it was just extremely condescending and fucked up but i think uh and i remember answering those emails and those tweets and being like no i don't agree there's not just don't watch his shit if it's that bothersome right just don't just don't support it and let let people get their lives to it and i feel like society's kind of come around at least black people have kind of come around to the idea of like yeah there's gonna be a medea movie what's wrong with that nothing you know what i mean like okay no yeah. ain't going away what's wrong with that nothing it don't mean yeah. you gotta think he's funny it don't even mean you gotta support him but let him do his thing yeah i get that you don't want you know to you like you want to be able to voice like i don't like or something and that's right. cool but it was starting to be like i don't like something because it represents 
all these other things that it doesn't and it's like nah that's just that insecurity talking so it's good to have people out there putting out content that you know your blurdy like college educated black people can watch atlanta and, and feel some fulfillment by it um you know some vindication from 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 that perspective that they hadn't gotten before on tv same thing with Issa ray um same thing with queen sugar like it's just um you know i still haven't watched the 13th yet but i'm definitely gonna be watching that on netflix uh you know even that you know what i mean it's just like another thing that black people just we didn't have before and now we have something the 13th that's that netflix series it's not a series it's a documentary uh ava duvernay um directed it it's about basically from from slavery to incarceration and how you know all that stuff is based in anti-blackness and racism okay, and stuff. yeah i seen people tweeting about that i think when it first hit people kinda... it just came out like that friday okay yeah because people was like up half and i was like what what is this about yeah I got it's only that. like uh, it's just a couple hours it's a documentary oh, okay. it's not i don't think it's very long okay it's not like a series like the one you've seen before i don't believe about the World so World two and all that stuff no this is not like okay. ken burns represent presents <laughs> yeah <laughs> i was like how many pieces did this but he had a story to tell but um you know stuff like that man it's just i i enjoy that too that's you know it's funny to start getting into some topics that's kind of why it's funny to see the people that try to act like this nate parker thing was about not wanting to see a slavery movie right. or what it's there um underground was one of the highest rated shows it's not it's not about that it's not about the people keep looking for excuses it's him he kept doing interviews he didn't take the help that was handed to him with over like he decided to do it by himself he decided to be arrogant about it he turned off a lot of people and you know i hate to keep talking about this shit huh i said he just has to deal with the consequences why are you stepping in front of a bullet yeah i hate to i hate to keep talking about this shit but it won't it hasn't gone away so i'm not gonna stop talking about it but um it, it's amazing because this morning um uh, roland martin was going in even more you know tripling down at this point on his black women uh what a reason this film didn't do better type thing even though he never really came out and said the film flopped or failed but it was like y'all black women trying to like he quoted that article that we laughed at that in the knife house woman um we laughed at just the ridiculousness of that article quoting Bossip as a feminist black feminist publication using uh hand-picked tweets that had problems with nate parker's white wife but then you look at those tweet the people who tweeted them they have very few followers they didn't get any really retweets no no favorites like people weren't even paying attention to that shit because right. it wasn't representative of any selection of twitter like no you had to go like it's any put it this way if you search on twitter you can find any thought yes you can you can find any thought you can put hillary clinton is a nigger and it'll be on there and you can go find five of those articles embed them five of those tweets embed them in your article and be like hillary clinton there's people who think hillary clinton is a nigger wow man twitter is crazy or something you know like white people hate hillary clinton for being a nigger and you could write that and you will be wrong but people will believe it because they don't they're not very there's not a lot of critical thinkers out there um which is sad because you know with roland martin kind of like shutting down wendy williams about her hbcu anti-blackness right, so it's like i know you can use your critical thinking skills you was just like fuck it 
yeah it's, i mean it was well at this point you have to wonder did he do that just because she's a black woman i don't know I you know what i mean like before this i was just like that. well yeah she was wrong and of course he put kind of like shut put the smack down on it and that's good but now it's like oh wait nah he's wait a minute maybe he just thought a black woman said this and i'm gonna shut her down and just like he's thinking he's on twitter shutting down these black women um these non-existent black women who hate nate parker for having a white wife like you know you can't even find the like where are these women like you know we don't give a fuck about your wife yeah you know black feminists that are on twitter and shit where are they at that are where are these prominent black feminists talking about his wife being white they don't care you know what i mean it's just it's amazing dog like (sighs) but sadly it won't go away man but i you know what i was thinking about was this remember when um straight out of compton came out and there was that controversy with the fact that you know they pretty much glossed over and left out um that um that uh dr dre had beat up basically at least two women at eight i think d barnes and um and uh right. michelle a records on it right yeah so there were two different women that had he had physically had violence against uh domestically and then one i mean it sounded like almost professionally he just showed up and beat her up um and it was taken out of the movie it was glossed over and people you know had it well it was just a bio flick uh which what you expect him to do leave it in why would he put that in there shit you know he kind of issued a, a half-ass apology or whatever but you're not really and that movie sold like gangbusters yes it did that that movie went it was fine yeah now there were no organized boycotts against it there were no organized boycotts against this but the point being it's very telling that suddenly black women become the scapegoat because that movie did well and there were plenty of black women that were like i can't really fuck with this knowing that this dude is like that or you know individually like you know i can't you know this dude this 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 violence and this shit it's just kind of whack to me i don't think i'm gonna see it whatever and And it's still so it's still so because it was a movie basically for a certain type of crowd right and there were white people that enjoyed nwa there's black people that enjoy nwa internationally you know like there's just people that wanted to see that movie um and it was specifically relevant to like black lives matter and anti-police rhetoric and stuff that was going around so it it really filled a void at the time and you would think that that's what would have happened with this movie except i think people forget it's rated r you know it is about a violent revolution uh in slave you know 48 hours but still violent revolution in slavery where white people are getting killed and shit um and it's it, it's not a movie i could take my kids to it's oh, no. not you know um and and then you have this dude that is simp- pretty much unapolog an unapologetic rapist in most people's minds right. you're not gonna get a ton of traction with this i still want to know how much money do they think they lost like how much money were black women supposed to do to float this to, to float this mo- this movie like what amount of money were was was left off the table i mean we'll never know but what no but what number are people thinking this movie was supposed to come in it wouldn't matter what the number is if if it did come out number one not trying to find it number one over the mm-hmm. weekend it was like fuck y'all but it was like 30 million dollars off number one or something it, it was like i think the girl on the train made like 36 million dollars or something like that like it just wasn't it was never gonna be the movie that i think people wanted it to be right 
and and that's like i said and that's just as a movie coming off of ten and a half months of hype it's it's gonna be very difficult for a movie to live up to whatever expectations people have and then on top of it you have some horrible pr going on so it's just but it's just telling because that hatred towards black women is so prevalent that it it was immediately seized upon by people and you know i'm ashamed of roland martin to even fucking quote that article as if it was research he called it research essentially um he called it proof of something um i don't even think he read it he must have read the title or something it just doesn't it doesn't make sense i don't know how anyone can respect this person as a journalist or his integrity man knowing that he would do something like that and then you know like most people do when they fuck up really bad he tried to turn it by the end into well i just wanted to start a conversation and that's really what i like about this is we can have a conversation Mm -hmm. but that's the same shit don lemon says when he says some some horribly backwards shit you know after you've argued with black women for hours and hours you call it a conversation but it's them telling you you're absolutely wrong on this and you need to research it and then you're going glad we can have a conversation right accusing them of saying shit that they didn't say like i was kind of paying shit i don't even follow him but i followed the story because you know it was so big that eventually you know it kind of sweeps into your timeline yeah i mean if you don't need black women to make this movie be whatever then why didn't black men make it lift the movie up right why does it always come down to black women what they quote unquote did or didn't do like where were all the black men i i have all the black men i know i know two that saw it two all these niggas i know i know two who saw the movie like it's not like it's like a lot of people didn't go see this dog like don't put it on um black women but that's that internal line that's that hatred man you know when you just specifically are like i hate black women right. everything is a black woman's fault you know everything everything in our community is falls at the feet of black women anything in the black community black society just in blackness falls at our feet i said this and i will continue to say this black men are allowed to be men first and black second black women have to be black first and a woman second and i will continue to stand by you know that statement and you know when you say things like that you have people wanting to divert the conversation talking about white men uh because i put that on social media today but i was like look i'm not talking about white men i'm talking about specifically this this right here black and I use black for a reason because I'm black and it directly affects me. And I understand that um, there are men uh, that understand their privilege and all that stuff. Uh, but there are a lot that don't and that never will and don't give a fuck. You know, and they're married to women. They have daughters. They have mamas. But deep down, they have issues with black women. Yeah. I, yeah. It's sad, man, because it's like people go out of their way to be like uh yeah we the white men we the white people love black people we're like as black men we're totally gonna be tone deaf to whatever the fuck you're talking about we're gonna tell you that it's your fault which is something white people do to black people all the time when um they when something doesn't happen you know reminds me of um when um i forget which prop it was but in california when uh the law against gay marriage 
um when whenever that proposition didn't pass and they went it was black people's fault it's like well scientifically and numerically that's that's absolutely not true right the smallest percentage but but it but white people already dislike black people and they made them feel superior to say you you as a culture are more homophobic than we are so we can say it's your fault even though statistically literally numerically this is empirically impossible that it is black people's fault that this did not pass but it allowed people to to delve into themselves and feel like oh i already don't like black people i already feel that they're they're culturally inferior to me so that's what this is this is their cultural inferiority and it's fucking up everything for us and and they, and it was able to put that wedge between the gay community and the black community and white liberals and black people um and this feels like that this feels like that like you don't have the actual evidence or the re- reasoning or the data to actually to add up and say this is what black women did to this film you don't have it you don't have any organized boycotts you don't have uh individual like like i said even with the tweets that you're pulling out of nowhere they're literally five retweets four retweets um you don't even have the anti his white wife you don't even have that you don't have any of this you don't even have the numbers it should have done like what black women were withholding you don't have any evidence but what you do have is a negative feeling towards black women all the time so this is a good reason to dump this shit onto them and it's fucking sad because you end up with these like this is the kind of shit that those like anti-woman anti uh like those homophobic transphobic black dudes will do and it's sad to see people like falling behind them you know um especially you know because roland martin is somebody that people would view as you know more politically relevant and more progressive and shit and it's like not really man i at at the end of the day i'm just still a a black dude that's gonna be like fuck black women so yeah and also it's one of those things particularly when it comes to black women we get all the blame and none of the rewards you Mm -hmm. know awards when it was time for the pass out the awards and accolades and the praise a lot of times we're put on the back burner. Sometimes we opt to put on the black. To, sometimes depending on situation, black women will actually step down and let a, a black man step forward in some situations, even if we did all the work. A lot of times because we love y'all just that much, and it's and sometimes it's it's for a black woman. It, you know, sometimes it can be very frustrating because our love for black men, to an extent, could be irrational and illogical, even when it's not um, reciprocated yeah i mean they're sad because time and time again these people that had these platforms wouldn't have been there without black women come on is that because niggas do not support shit like that dudes for we're we're not most of the time culture to support things unless it's completely geared towards us so you know if it's some you know race hustler dude talking about how black women and black feminists are bad and their negro bed which is there's black men that support that because that dude as far as they're concerned is stroking their ego and telling them all the things they're insecure about or actually their strengths and things of this nature but if there's um you know just somebody that's like we like there's no um melissa harris perry without black women supporting her there's no roland martin without black women supporting her there's a there would be no don lemon if if black people didn't support him in the beginning like um and quite often that means black women you know so it's so it's weird to see people turn because you would think that 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 power structure if if black women are that powerful right that they could make this movie just be great you would think that that you would cater towards them with 
your interviews and your and where you go and do stuff right but i don't you know i think the deep dark secret of um birth of a nation that um i think isn't being talked about is that audience wise it was never really for black people and i don't mean that as like the movie is not for black people but i mean if you look at the outlets where the interviews are done uh if you look at the festivals where it was showcased right if you look at the reviews that the reviewers they chased after if you look at where they wanted to get their accolades you know it was always supposed to be about white people who i think felt some level of shame after the last two oscars to kind of have this one fell swoop to like assuage that guilt and to say well we support this movie and this is violent black uprising it's not this isn't just a typical slave narrative although they love slave movies you know but this isn't your typical slave narrative this is and i really think that's like the dirty little secret of all this shit is what they're what what the results are really saying is we think this movie would have made a lot more money but black people specifically black women not wanting to get on board with supporting an alleged rapist um black women fuck this up because then white people stop wanting to go see it that's really what i think this is and i think people are trying to turn it into you know black women's fault as if that as if you know as if like i don't know when matt damon says something problematic and black people go we're not going to see his movies we we don't blame the next flop on that we we just go yeah okay yeah black people didn't want to go see it you know if it flops or doesn't flop it's understood but whenever it is black men specifically people are expected to line up with solidarity for those black men you know um like i said we didn't get this with queen of cotway we didn't get this um it hasn't made as much money just opening weekend as this movie and it's been out since september 10th we didn't get this treatment um we're not gonna get it from moonlight i can tell you that right now you're not gonna see people tw- talking about moonlight and how black people let her down as black women didn't go see it you're not gonna see it it's just for this movie because a lot of black men specifically black men have been rooting for this hero this story to be told their whole lives since they learned about nat turner they, this is the guy they want to see on film and as far as they're concerned black women ruined it for them by having a conscience you know and, and making them have to think about something i was saying i'm not gonna support a rapist <laughs> yeah that's at least that's how it feels to me um but yeah uh very smart brothers wrote a real good piece about roland martin's uh ridiculousness and how he needs to delete his twitter and they mentioned uh aisha uh who we just had on the show yesterday and how he basically went after her and tagged her boss and you know she did talk about his neck or lack thereof but that was after he basically tried to get her fired you know um or demoted or something um that's how he chose to wield his platform you know he has his own show and think she's gonna be cool with that right right um he also talked about how well the reviews are mostly positive you go on rotten Tomatoes, so how can these outlets lie like that how can the root lie like that that's just aisha's vendetta but if you go to uh rotten tomatoes and you filter for the top reviews not just every critic but the top critics and all of a sudden there's a lot of b minuses you know what i mean a lot of c's a lot of like oh not everybody liked this one if you look in um google 
uh, and this is all damon young he did this research um if you look in google the first page of results for birth of the nation box office new york times birth of a nation struggles at the box office jezebel birth of a nation kind of bombed at the box office wall street journal birth of a nation flops badly opening in six places at the box office vanity fair birth of a nation flops hard at the box office forge box office why birth of the nation was doomed vulture the birth of a nation couldn't overcome nate park at the box office why was the root supposed to write a lie why was the root supposed to be like well since we're black we're just gonna lie and say birth of a nation did great coming in sixth like no the truth of the matter is it didn't return what people thought it was going to make it wasn't the hit that people thought it would be the end right and a lot of people and i know me i've even watched the movies and, and seen shit with people that are problematic and that's not the problem the problem is that he nate parker was the problem yeah and him being a problem is not black women's fault right and it's basically saying he didn't attack any of these white outlets he basically said this black woman needs to get in line and like like you know she needs to support blackness over the fact that this dude uh is an alleged rapist and with these transcripts and shit it looks real real bad just ignore that support it anyway you know now that's some people's philosophy i'm i don't i'm not one i'm not against that philosophy by the way people who are like i watch things because i want to be entertained and i don't care if the person's good or bad i'm not against that most people i think are not really against that mentality and most people would even admit to some degree they probably partake in it in varying degrees yeah you know um but different people have their different lines where they go well not this and not this but this is acceptable and that's not acceptable right but to be so attached to this film that you become adamant that every black person has to be like you are about the film that's just ridiculousness it's just ridiculous man so anyway um i'm glad that people are calling him out um, there's also a good piece on the media by um <laughs> at bridget marie uh called yes petty black feminist ruin birth of a nation and you better stay on your toes or you could be next <laughs> oh it's that <laughs> i love that title that joint that is, is brilliant good. oh that joint is brilliant oh let me see if i can put um put it in the chat but i'll read some of it we did it y'all now i know that some of my black feminist sisters weren't on board after we picked nate parker as our newest takedown target but i'm pleased to announce that after much scheming and planning black feminists have finally succeeded in shutting down nate parker's birth of a nation praise be to audrey lord Uh in 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 fact we were so successful that the movie storks did better at the box office this weekend than birth it came in for when i heard the news that nate parker's birth of a nation was a giant flop with both critics in the box office i laughed heartily to myself while i lovingly stroked my copy of this bridge called my back that i keep next to my jar of male tears i'm so thrilled to have Ah! another win under our belt Parker, Parker's film was paying for being rife with historical inaccuracies and for wrongly portraying black women as docile creatures lacking in agency. If people only knew all the scheming it took for us black feminists to build a time machine, use it to inception our way into Nate Parker's thoughts and force him to sabotage his own film through ah. shitty screenwriting, they'd be in awe of the power we will. Yes, we're really that good. Look around obviously we black women are drunk off of power that comes with controlling every aspect of society haven't you ever wondered why black women are in charge of virtually every political financial and social institution in america ah. haven't you ever wondered why hollywood roles always go to black women and why most of our media is directed and produced by black women 
now i know what you're thinking since when black women had such firm control over america i thought white men basically ran everything you only think that because it's what we want you to think <laughs> real g's move in silence like lasagna yes lasagna <laughs> we even had our black feminist double agents working on discrediting the film from the inside i hate to put on blast but birth co-star gabrielle union is one of us i support you if you want to see this film i absolutely understand respect that i can't sell the film she told essence for her brave display for loyalty to black feminism gabrielle will be moving up the ranks of leadership and one day she might even get to pick our next target uh we have sleeper cells all over the country we're everywhere lurking planning waiting watching we can destroy everything you built with a single tweet don't test us <laughs> nate parker found out the hard way other than destroying the nuclear family and ensuring nbc never has black male ownership nothing fills our black feminist to your heart with more joy than crushing the dreams and souls of successful men we can and will ruin you in service of our petty whims so you better think twice about your behavior because today is nate parker but tomorrow it could be you <laughs> and, uh, and bridget ty wrote that man uh on the medium man go i'm with, I'm with this group oh i, I think I, I'm, I'm a member at least if not i'm a join yeah i, I, I like it. lasagna yeah, ah! i love it man oh <laughs> uh but that really is how people sound like it's just this big conspiracy to take this black man down so <sighs> wait to wait to encapsulate that can't add nothing better to that uh-uh. uh all right other news that is happening um trump supporters have launched an effort to take the right to vote away from women i this is one of those things where it's so silly i can't i can't i is i like is it real or is it i mean it sounds like people on twitter are arguing about it yes not it can't be real i mean how would they i mean doesn't it seem it's only a month away how would you even initiate this yeah it, it can't be uh i guess it's an effort by online trump supporters to take the right to vote away from women because they know if it's just down to men white men will white men will majority you know majority support trump because you know not because of racism or nothing but you know anyway (laughs) uh you know i hopefully i mean it's trending on twitter repeal the 19th but i hope it's just yeah i mean it's indicative of the kind of fans that he has but I, I would think that that's not a realistic goal to be able to do that. So, uh, but yeah, I just thought that was cute. Uh, Michelle Bachman said that if Hillary wins, there will be even more sexual assaults. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's how it happens, Karen uh hillary wins and then people say uh i wasn't gonna rape anybody under donald trump but now i will be sexually assaulting women under the since the president who grabs pussies unsolicited did not win uh in a radio interview huh i said she gets the 100 oh 100 okay all right all right well karen is saying she gets a 100 for that there are liberals who want to make sure that Hillary Clinton wins and that Donald Trump and one tack that they see that they could do is to separate Christian women and appeal to them that Donald Trump made crude, lewd remarks. He absolutely did. 
He also sees that what he said was wrong, and he's apologized for it. There is no even comparable difference. There's no similarity between what Donald Trump said 11 years ago and what Bill Clinton did, and that is criminally assault women, and he's never paid the price for it. Is sexual assault against women a big issue? You bet it is. And the best thing that Christian men can do is make sure that that Hillary Clinton does not become president. And the best thing that Christian women can do is make sure that Hillary Clinton does not come, become president. Because we have to realize, Christians are the largest voting bloc in the United States. Christians, evangelicals in particular, will be the ones who determine if Hillary Clinton or Donald Trump is the next president of the United States. Hillary Clinton will continue the anti-biblical agenda that she has always stood for, whereas Donald Trump has already released a list of only pro-life judges that he will support. He will be the best chance that we have of defeating Roe versus Wade, and I believe that Hillary Clinton will set a standard in this country that will lead to even more sexual assaults against women because she will be setting an anti-biblical agenda. So, so Michelle, so, so, to women. so Michelle, you're saying women be aware of this divisional effort that is occurring, even though there's faces on there may respect whether or not they're fully involved or not. We don't know, but the intent to divide the American family, yes. to divide Christian yes. evangelical homes, is a strategy of the left of the devil. Watch it, be very careful, and understand that not voting, which is the only thing you're left with, not voting is, in fact, a vote for a Hillary Clinton ticket, which will be all about the destruction of all the things that, we're, that we love and appreciate about our freedom and so forth. So I'm just going to summarize that quickly. Michelle, I need to go on with you. Let's go to the geopolitical now. What? What would the, uh, I don't, I don't understand how the, how would it lead to more sex? You know what? It, it, the Republican Party is just a party of fear. They're just yeah. scared white people afraid of change, you know? Yes, sir. Just, they're so fucking scared. I mean, it uh, happens over and over again. Every time it's changed, when slavery got a, got abolished, when the Jim Crow laws got banned, when niggas got the right to vote, like every time we go through this big transition where other people outside of white people get rights, everybody fucking panics. And nobody write us about uh, when slavery got abolished and the Democrats and the Republicans was different. I, you know exactly what the fuck we mean. Do not write it. us about that. No. But my point is, um, yeah, man, it's like they're the party now of scared white folks. And the, going to people's Christianity and saying people gonna get raped is such a fucking low blow, such a scummy ass tactic. But they'll literally say anything to win. Yes, that and you do know that there are people that are anti-gay, anti-black, anti-lot of same shit that you all, that y'all go for. They're not Christians. What do you mean? Like she just, she specifically kept saying Christian, 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 but there are people that have. Cause these- Christian is the voter block that she wants right now. Okay. So they're like, they're just coming up with these fucking throw a stone in the dark strategies. Okay. Hoping it hits. Hoping something. something hit. Yeah. Anything hits. And right now they're going, well, what have we, have we tried to angle of getting every Christian to vote, uh, Republican? I mean, we can get a hundred percent of Christians to vote Republican. They'll support Trump. Definitely. Meanwhile, Trump, there's nothing re- re- religious about Trump at all. 
no there's nothing there's nothing that you know the, the he didn't he's uh, the, the lengths that people will go through to keep that that power and y'all putting you know, him on platforms and saying he's saying shit that he never said y'all don't know y'all y'all don't even know what he gonna do when he get in office this is like a, a really shameful time in our political history come on like more so than than many other times and it's all in reaction to the fact that we had our first black president Gabriel Union is suing BET over being Mary Jane. Apparently, being Mary Jane is trying to pull some uh pull a fast one on Gabrielle Union as far as she's concerned to get more out of her contract, which will move her from being one of the highest paid actresses to not. Um they're basically trying to say they want to split a season into two uh they promised that they would never produce more than 13 episodes per season but now it's trying to take two 10 10 episode seasons back to back cram all of the episodes into a single season in order to fraudulently extend the term of her contract so basically it's like oh no we're gonna have instead of doing 13 episodes we're gonna do uh basically or less you know no more than 13 episodes we're gonna basically do 20 episodes real quick no no i don't blame her fuck you because i'm gonna tell you right now it's too many television shows that should actually be between 13 to 15 seasons i mean 13 to 15 episodes actually 13 to 10 if you tell the truth once you start crossing into 20 some shows do a good job but most shows do not need to be 20 and 22 episodes they don't um and i don't blame her because you're fucking with my money uh and we made an agreement for 13 we we better do 13 which means you're gonna make me work twice as hard basically because i'm recording more for less money fuck you sue him and i hope she win uh she claims the network agree yeah so her attorney martin singer claims the network is combining seasons four and five to avoid paying the client's contractual raise and to extend this option to engage her services for another year under her contract she is set to receive one hundred and fifty thousand dollars per episode for season four and one hundred and sixty five thousand per episode for season five the actress is suing the network and break down record productions for breach of contract and negligent misrepresentation at the time she was approached for being mary jane union was a movie star and didn't want to commit to a typical network tv series according to the suit bt's then general counsel daryl walker assured union's representatives that the actress wouldn't be required to appear in more than 13 episodes per season but a corporate policy requiring her performer agreement to include a provision allowing for a minimum of 10 episodes and a maximum of 26 uh bet produced only eight episodes in the first season 12 in the second uh and this um this prompted her representatives to renegotiate a contract so that she would be paid for 13 episodes even if bet didn't order that many uh in 2015 her contract was amended again to include an executive producer credit and to require that at union's request a bet executive be physically on the set before during taping according to the complaint the suit also claims that walker has been appointed the executive of the on the set despite not not no longer being a bet employee and no longer having authority to act in response to production issues so she basically wanted a person with some authority there so like if they're like hey this is we need approval for this right away boom we got somebody on set we can do that you you don't have to wait it doesn't delay the process your schedule as an actress uh whatnot too and on top of that you're fucking with her other money because right, if she wants saying. to do a movie she can't now right after season three wrapped in june 2015 the series lost its showrunner so season four didn't start filming until last month union wasn't notified until a week before the principal photography began that bet intended to slate all 20 episodes as season four 
oh no you're telling me last minute nope she never would have agreed to stars being mary jane uh starring being mary jane and uh bet is that if bet executives hadn't assured her that they shoot no more than 13 episodes according to the complaint right she's seeking damages of at least one million dollars and in order that her contract be amended to reflect that a maximum of 13 episodes uh Per se, that there be 13 episodes a season at the most right right <clears throat> you, you're gonna it's gonna end up costing you more money to fight her than to just go ahead and do what you had obligated yourself to here's what's weird to me one they're gonna end up vilifying her in the press right of eventually course. there there's a black it's much like when hillary clinton's trying to get a job this is a black woman standing up for herself with a job and saying pay me what i'm worth eventually people are going to start trying to turn on her on some like bitch you should be happy to have a job just take what you get mm-hmm. you suing you lucky BET even gave you this like it will be that right. um when the average person goes to their job and your your job especially when the economy turn had had most people working twice as much for for the pay wouldn't give me raising this shit you, and you but that's work. just another reason they think she should do it because i did it you know people mm-hmm. are bitter like that um another thing i think is gonna be interesting to see is um what do you do after this because okay let's say you settle this in court somehow um and it doesn't work out in her favor she's contractually obligated you think you're gonna get her best performance nope you think she about to commit all the time and all the efforts she can do to this like you're gonna get the you're gonna have a you're gonna have an unhappy lead actress it doesn't make sense it's like the nicole bahari thing where you could tell like oh no off the set shit is affecting my show like i love sleepy hollow but this last season it's like this is trash she's barely around when she is on camera gonna go down they're gonna tank yeah like it's not as good a show and it doesn't take much especially when someone is the lead like this when you don't have a show without her i don't know how the fuck they're gonna overcome this but uh yeah i bet you the way it'll play out they'll they'll just vilify her for sure um let's see what else news do we have um oh yeah all right hold on (sighs) more clown news y'all clowns clowning around um here's one clown mcgagan continues a woman is forced into premature labor after being terrified by a mass figure while children run in terror from a knife wielding clown oh shit a woman gave birth prematurely after she was scared by one of the clowns that are terrorizing people all over the uk it's spread across the pond the clowns are now see you know that near big ben hmm near there with that scan the kids near big ben probably man they, they i can't wow this is amazing this, i'm telling you somebody gotta look into this somebody gotta look into this man sherlock holmes somebody uh-huh. get scotland yard on the case dog buffy somebody get on the case yeah buffy uh the baby arrived a month earlier after a teenage boy dressed as a clown jumped out in front of an unnamed unexpected mother in witwick leicestershire um detail details of the event were revealed on an anonymous post on facebook the post read thanks for your concern about my friend she was eight months pregnant and had a stupid 17 year old kid jump out dressed as a clown the baby came early but mother and baby are doing good please don't think i mean please think old people and pregnant ladies aren't the best to scare it's a nonsense craze that needs stopping the post drew a series of angry facebook responses with some calling on the teenage clown to be arrested um glad they are both fine the stupid clown thing needs to be stopped where are the police when this is happening 
i'm sure the police will soon be there if the idiots pick on the wrong person they get beat up when the innocent ones will be in the wrong make my blood boil um so yeah the police vowed to take robust action against the clowns posting on their facebook page regarding the killer clowns quote unquote craze anyone with any concerns should not hesitate to contact police on one-on-one and rest assured we will take appropriate action against anyone involving themselves in these type of incidents causing fear alarm or distress intentionally is not acceptable in our communities and potentially is criminal a uh, mother has spoken of how her daughter and her friends were riding their bikes yesterday in waterford when a clown shouted at them and they got different pictures oh let me put these pictures up so you guys can see this shit uh but this is just pictures people took like in their cars and um other places uh running into these clowns uh snapchat and shit because it's just people walking out with these clown masks on and shit uh this is one from a woman's cars who she posted on snapchat Mm -hmm. absolutely crying uh this is another one from somebody else's car wow two people dressed uh as clowns spotted at event uh at by events organizer curtis mulvaney and the mother of two alice slatterly slattery uh who said they jumped on her car bonnet on sunday evening uh there's a post clowns are coming to essex uh is an instagram account that is now gone private says it will be sending clowns to schools in essex uh at this point the girl screamed and rode the adventure playground where they knew they could get help with uh which is when 101 was formed and it was reported to police who said they would keep a lookout all three girls are scared to go out now um yep right now police say they recorded uh at one point 40 uh, recorded 14 sightings in just 24 hours shit yep um i, this, this I don't know what the fuck this shit is about man right it's freaking me and the I fuck tell out tell you one thing don't be a clown for halloween you gonna fuck around and get shot for real man i'm on some like i'm gonna end up being on the news because it's gonna be like yo this dude fucked up uh ronald mcdonald uh right in front of the kids pit at mcdonald's and he thought it was a clown attack he just started beating the shit out of this clown right. And I'm going to be on the news like, get them clowns. Get them all. We will not back down. You know, it's going to be a clown hate crime. <laughs> You're going to be like they are going after the humans. Yeah. I'm going to be like, all, all lives don't matter. Not clown lives. <laughs> Damn, man. Making kids, making people have babies early. Right. What kind of shit is this? Hmm, disgusting. All right speaking of disgusting it's time to play our other game uh whenever it wants to come up there we go uh we're just fucking with those black people we're just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right guys time to play the game that we all hate to play it's fucking with black people the game where we go all around the globe and we find different articles that make us feel fucked with and we assign point scores from zero to 100 uh, intervals of 25 for how much we feel fucked with as black people today's contestants uh everybody again mm. interesting everybody's getting around these days um let's see how about this uh <laughs> apparently blue lives are the ones that really matter okay mm-hmm. uh as 
being as blue and uh as um the blue lives matter official organization has called for all americans to boycott ben and jerry's ha 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 god damn i should have bought some more today uh blue lives matter is calling on all americans to send a message to ben and jerry's the parent company of uh unilever to boycott all ben and jerry's products well i tell you one thing me and roger went over there didn't mean for that happen. BT was trying to get sassy with the news. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to play that video. Nah, I wasn't about to play it. I don't know. Uh, BT just started auto playing. Like, oh, <laughs> we got rid of Gabrielle Union. This is what <laughs> we doing with the money. I'm putting him in auto plays. Uh, well, me and Roger went to Ben and Jerry the other day, and let me tell you right now, that motherfucker was jumping. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be back. Mm-hmm. So when we get back. As yes, sir. Um. So yeah, zero to hundred, Karen. Oh, zero, because so many people love ice cream. Fuck them. All right. Uh, I'm going to say 100. They fucking with the ice cream, and I don't appreciate it. Fuck Blue Lives Matter. Well, yes, that's that's true. That's true. That, yeah. And they call, oh, I guess I should have kept reading, because in the article they said Black Lives Matter wasn't a civil rights organization and a bunch of other inflammatory shit. I just, oh, you know, it was. Yeah. I just knew it was 100 as soon as they said ice cream. 100. Bobby Valentino is still around, guys. And he wants you guys to know, uh, he went on the Don't Be Scared podcast for Bossip. What do you want us to know? Um, You've been around for years. He wanted you to know a lot of issues we're having as black people is because our leaders are rappers. When I go to talk to the kids, they want to hear from those guys. When our parents were growing up, they had real leaders like Martin Luther King, Jesse Jackson, Al Sharpton, until they was paid off by the government. They had real leaders who spoke on real issues. Now we're so divided that there's so-called levels to it. We don't have that leadership. I commend T.I. for the record that he made in the video. I feel like every rapper need to have some type of song like that. Everybody should have some type of song talking about real issues. It has to start with our leaders. T.I. came out something new. I missed it. It was hot the street. I missed missed the new T.I. You did miss it. Okay. I'm I'm fine with that, but I missed it yeah i think actually I, I think you heard it we i was listening to a podcast that played it um uh and it was yeah ti's it was called Warzone about police violence the hands up don't shoot i know you heard it you're in the car with me. i know you heard it Can't you see we living in a war zone? Cause you don't know that when you're living in it. Like every weekend, it's a man down. Ain't got no pity for the innocent, so I'm a representative dedicated to tell her hands. Oh, can't breathe. Hands. Oh, can't breathe. Hands. Oh, can't breathe. Hands. Oh, can't you see we living in a war zone? And everybody swaying on Piedmont at a Klan rally day before, but they ain't mean that. What they say is suicide, I say it's genocide. Hey, what you got a gun for, but you ain't gonna ride. They run up on you like bad root, bet you finna hide. That's the difference between us. I die to save a million lives. Appointed leader when nobody couldn't think of shit. I'd be a martyr and my great-granddaughter benefit. They pull you over, ask you where your license at. Be careful reaching for it, you know you can die for that. And this ain't nothing new, they got cameras so you can see the shit. Got Dr. King and A. Lincoln asking where the freedom at. This ain't no equality. Man, you ain't had no justice on your mind when you shot at me. But fuck it, this is the way it gotta be. Hey, listen, you won't shoot at them and shoot at me while you and I 
the Trayvon asking why you follow me. Feel three and hit him and whip him down when he shot him down. Do that to a grown fucking man. Drop you where you stand. Tell my grandma gone with all that brand. If it's a guy near the sky, he looking down, he understand. I'm just a man. So as you can see, it's very woke. Yeah, I like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, according to Bobby, we also should care just as much about, um, cops killing black people as black on black crime. Everybody kind of misconstrued what he said on Twitter, according to him, which he said in quotes. But we do, but black lives matter, but do we only care if a white person kills black? What about us killing each other? we are our own worst enemy shaking my head hate on each other for no reason at time a time like now when and too long didn't read uh let's take a oath not to kill each other that's that's the prob that's the prob too much hate shaking my head this is all july 7th um and then um he said let's take care of each other let's not wait till a white man shoots us to take care of then because it's like our black lives matter when a black man shoots another black man we killing each other and hate on each other so much let's march when i shoot this next black man let's march for that let's go to the streets on issues for ourselves let's be proactive for issues with with ourselves there's no leadership nobody really to take charge for us coming together as a whole david d joined the conversation and said uh we do march when we shoot each other we right. talk about chicago violence we do we our vigils we march we do the same thing it's misconstrued people try to hide the fact that black people march when black people kill each other quote unquote black on black crime which is not really a thing we care when black people kill each other we go we got to stop the violent thing violence things um we got stop the violence things bobby v said to me it doesn't seem like we do as much until when a white cop shoots us it's like we wait for or that it's the same thing with black people as far as being on the same page getting together these athletes make millions if i was getting that much money i'm gonna take at least take a million or two or put a million or two into a hood to make a youth center uh he don't pay attention to athletes because there are a lot of them that's doing this uh they also danny canada said so for the record you do believe black lives matter and bobby v said totally is that wrong though for all lives to matter black lives definitely matter we just need to take care of ourselves when we are doing devious things to each other as well as white people killing us unnecessarily so there you go don't you shut the fuck up nobody here wants to listen to your misguided bullshit zero to 100 karen oh he get 100 for just not knowing <laughs> yeah i gotta give like, it that's 100 a huge, that is a huge no I, i'm gonna give it a 75 of 75 <sighs> you know what's complicated about this shit and is and maybe this is me being over empathetic and this is definitely something that i know most people don't give a fuck about but some of this shit is the result of getting roasted for presenting the idea in the first place and then that ego won't allow you to fall back and be educated so he's been sitting on this since july 7 2016 when he originally said that black on black crime bullshit and got roasted up off of twitter and now he's still talking about it in october uh because his ego was bruised and he won't accept like oh wait i'm wrong black people do care about black on black crime when you just say when you say shit like when someone because david d or david d hit him with the facts and what was his response well it seems like 
right you didn't research right. actually you know what the fuck it seems that's the reality of it there, any city that you're in there is a stop the violence somewhere near you uh, oh well yeah so, so you know 100 yeah just 100 mm-hmm. i can't yeah because because it's, it's just bruised ego at this point you're not right and there's no one arguing that black on black crime is is uh is something we don't care about other than you you're the only person saying black people don't care about it. i hate when people do that but you know like i said just google stop the violence and put your city in it somebody marching somebody it's, it's some black person it's some black church it's some black organization um all right let's go to the next one uh this is a candidate for harlem uh who's running for office and uh he has decided to use some interesting campaign techniques to uh try to get out the the harlem vote you know which hey we do like being catered to as a community we do like you know uh being pandered to i think that's just politics and we should get that well a candidate for new york state senate has sparked a firestorm in harlem after telling nbc4's new york's i team uh that he was planning to hand out kool-aid kfc and watermelon at a campaign event in a primarily black community it better be red or grape mm-hmm. john gerodes or gerodes i guess i don't know of uh, the republican candidate for new york 30th district in the november election used a racially stereotypical food reference in an email to the i team during an exchange about a disputed real estate deal p.s i'm hosting an event in harlem which will be in front of the state building in a few weeks we will donate kool-aid and kfc and watermelons to the public on 125th street in harlem please join us to help the community he wrote he is making his second run for 30th district senate seat and headlined his campaign website with an image of dr martin luther king jr said there was nothing offensive about his planned event what i think is anyone who gives free food to people is doing them a favor get a bunch of people who say it's offensive and let me go into that neighborhood and give it out for free and see if they take it uh he offered no further details of his planned event it was met with outrage in harlem as racist whoever he is i think he should go back in whatever hole he crawled in and have a great life said tyrone nero in an interview on 125th street it's more than an insult and anybody with any sense will see that's pathetically racist and insulting added a community member scott randolph um democratic new york state senator bill perkins who's the opponent of gerodes or gerodes or whatever i think it's important to out his remarks not just to denounce him but to set a tone in this neighborhood and in this city that this type of offense does not go unchallenged perkins said um <laughs> my god Z- zero to a hundred yeah yeah um i gotta give 100 as well that's uh it's pretty terrible dog that's pretty terrible right and you you really think i'm stupid enough to think that you would go into other areas of the city that were not predominantly white and feed them that shit Mm -hmm. no yeah that's why he made a note of it it's just being a jerk and he's running as a republican so you know emboldened by 
people like uh donald trump right racism is the thing that that sells now it's the thing that gets white folks to vote for you and anybody that gets mad yeah because you know niggas gonna be mad white folks don't give a fuck niggas gonna be mad so you're gonna be out there and nobody's gonna be there Mm-hmm. And then you gonna wonder why. Or you might get a handful of, of people that go there, but overall people gonna be like, and or you know people out there fucking protesting you. And he got like some shady real estate deals going. It's just wow, wow, dude. Uh, a Portland bakery is being accused of racism after naming this Oreo cupcake Mr. President. The vanilla cupcake, which contains an Oreo <laughs> cookie, which contains an Oreo cookie and cookies and cream buttercream, is sold at Fat Cupcake. A Yelp reviewer called out the name in a review on their Portland Yelp page last month saying, very troubling, they were serving a cupcake called Mr. President that had an Oreo cookie inside. When I tried to point out the racism implied, they claimed our current president loves Oreos. They also had a cupcake with blue icing and cream called The Intern. I won't uh, I won't be doing business with them. <laughs> Please do not support <laughs> racism in Portland or anywhere. <laughs> well, the delicious is the question. Well, the blue icing and cream, I'm assuming, and cream filling, I'm assuming, is after Monica Lewinsky. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Oregon City Yelp page has since gotten an active cleanup alert badge, which allows Yelp to remove any reviews that may be influenced by a news article making waves while other reviewers defend the name. Just read, read a ridiculous article that the name of a cupcake will hear being racist. Seriously, what is this world coming to? This is a lovely establishment with a creative, quirky, delicious menu. They should be applauded for their hard work in running a great business that is an asset to the community. Uh, according to Fox 12 Oregon, the store's owner, Angelica Hayes, pushed back at the accusations, explaining that she's from a biracial family and that she's never intended to offend anyone. She said she simply wanted a name that would fit the elite cupcake and was ecstatic when she later discovered the President Obama's favorite cookie is the Oreo. I never thought or intended that or could ever ima- even imagine it would be taken as an insult. In my mind, it would be an honor. Okay, I can't tell if she's serious or not with that. I mean, <laughs> obviously the menu is about making jokes like right. tongue-in-cheek jokes uh it is very difficult to believe that they made the joke about monica Lewinsky as the intern but not the one about president obama being an oreo it's very difficult to believe that shit. <laughs> troll game is on a, a million right now uh the cupcake which is one of the most popular items has been since being renamed the professional at least for now Oh man! <laughs> anyway, zero to a hundred, Karen. Actually, uh, because I like cupcakes, it's good as zero. Yeah, I, I can't even. I'm not even gonna lie, man. It's a zero for me too, and I know that it's got to be problematic. But I'd have ate, I'd have ate the hell out of that, <laughs> Mister President. I'm not even gonna lie. I would have ordered it and chuckled, man. I got the same sense of humor as these motherfuckers, right, dog. And I would have got one of them interns, too. What? And then it probably been flames. Now just, I want to know the rest of the damn menu. Right, <laughs> right. Just like, uh, when we went to whatchamacallit, they had a, a trumplet. That trumplet was flames, y'all. Okay, Karen. We went to whatchamacallit and they had a trumplet. Ah, that ah. trumplet was flames. Has zero rever- relevance to anybody. Oh, that's listening to this show unless they follow you on Twitter or something. <laughs> you can't just say stuff like that without explaining it. Go ahead and explain it to the audience. <laughs> we went to this place called Taste of Charlotte here and 
what they do they have uh for the peak for the candidates running they have these breakfast meals and you can put on your vote for the various different breakfast meals and the first time they had they had like a hillary meal a trump meal and a uh bernie sanders meal but i think once bernie dropped out they took his away so when i went in today i seen the hillary clinton meal and the trump meal it was called a trumplet it was actually really really good and I got it, and that's because I want to make breakfast great again. It was actually really, really delicious. I had some rye toast and some hash browns, y'all. Uh, this is about the, this is the only time he gonna ever get a vote for me. It was delicious because I like to eat. Uh, the cupcakes get a zero. All right, so there you guys have it. Um, uh, now I just want to know fat cupcakes uh, menu. Um, they also had a Hillary thing too didn't they at the mm-hmm. uh toast but it was like um it had the hillary quinoa bowl, or something. right it was like the hillary bowl or something like yeah that. it didn't sound good it was like egg whites quinoa yeah i was like nah i don't want that but that trumpet was flames yeah uh yeah all right so yeah they got the menu here trying to read what's on it real quick computer's moving a little slow probably a lot of people on the site now trying to um see what else they can find that might be racist um <laughs> what if it's all racism then i gotta take it back and be like a hundred oh, i hope not like, <laughs> i hope not <laughs> the red skin cupcake what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> i hope we don't find that no 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 uh all right, it's one of these highfalutin things, so it's taking a minute to load. Oh, well, they got a bunch of shit happening in the background that, that ties up your speed. Mm-hmm. Watch it twirl and, and go around and suck. You're like, I just, I just want to go to the site. Oh, all right. Well, at any rate, whenever this wants to come up, we'll get to it. Cause mm, no problem. It is really making my whole browser freeze right now. Uh-oh. Yep. Well, you know what that? Oh, wait. All right, I think it's up um so the goody gracious chocolate peanut butter cream cheese chocolate chip i mean these are the charlie brown reese's peanut butter peanut butter buttercream yeah i mean these don't seem too offensive yellow submarine white banana cream banana buttercream um mona lisa white strawberry vanilla buttercream so it's not like a whole bunch of jokes it's just a couple that people decided were just too much um yeah so yeah i'm not mad at this at all dog Mm -mm. wish i lived up there uh i would definitely eat these uh the hot mess which is cream cheese sausage eggs baked in our butter butter pastry and topped with hollandaise sauce Mm. so they also got breakfast foods dancing chicken which is biscuit chicken country gravy enough said Man, they sound good, right? Anybody getting hungry out here? Is it just me? Me, Professor in hot water after saying Black Lives Matter is as racist as the KKK. You know, a hundred. We don't need to read that, guys. That is a hundred. We all know. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's, yeah. The title alone. I don't even care what the rest of the article say. A hundred. Now that's not going to be a show Saturday and (laughs) Sunday, uh, more than likely, guys. So. The next time you hear this show it'll be monday okay so um you know i understand it's gonna y'all need something to tide y'all over yeah.
Gotti is on 12 bar. Gucci man got nine stars. We call them five star niggas, a five star flip. That's a six for the five. That's that new M6. Pay a bill, get a hell fix, might even pay a rent. And the way she give it to me, best money I ever spent. I can't even lie, I'm so super high, high. Do not eat her, will not keep her unless she is fly. Gucci man's a thug, B. Yo man is a scrub. See, she love me, not she love you, not now. All my bitches love me. If you in Atlanta, call up Gucci girl and beat me. You can find a five star hotel, you can meet me. Five star, and that's a five star, and that's a five star, and that's a five star. If your credit's gold, and I feed your nails, stay fly. Keep your juice box wet, and your head something fire. You a five star, and you a five star, and you a five star. Alright. Apparently, there's a new group of tail called I Hooked Up with Game. You know, the game. Mm-hmm. I hooked up with the game. The rapper, Den- right? The rapper. Okay. In Denver. Denver? Mm hmm. We got a new groupie tale for you guys today. This one is on the game. It wouldn't be the first time we received a story on the Compton rapper, though. Let's see if this one measures up. Disclaimer, group of tales are submitted by our readers. We cannot confirm 100% accuracy of any story posted. Want to share your story? Email 11 at ballalert.com. You can remain anonymous. <laughs> so that was this white party in Denver. And since I got VIP, I was able to be by the stage. Everything was cool. And then once Gang got off stage and saw me, he hugged me and asked what my, what my name was. Before I could reply, a fight broke out and his security ran through the back. <laughs> what? <laughs> what was happening with this story? <laughs> now, see, somebody Google to see if it was a fight in Denver for, uh, for game concert now i want to know if this Uh, uh. it could be a lie but we could be figuring out the date thought nothing of it until i woke up with a dm from one of his friends ar avante rose damn put the whole gov out huh telling me to text him i wasn't gonna be i wasn't going to but he messaged me four times so finally i hit him up and asked why he wanted me to contact him he told me he's with the game and to come say what's up he sent me to the address and facetimed me so i knew it was legit i then went with my friend brian so he can record everything what okay i have so many questions about brian right now number one who keeps a nigga on deck for recording everything like and what does brian like ropsy huh personal paparazzi i just i mean was he record is he recording for austin like just for look we need to make sure that uh if anything happens to you we want you to be safe and have a record of the night of events are you recording because she's gonna she's a star celebrity of some type she's instagramming she needs to be seen with him why is he just it what does he do does he just drop is he at work he gets a call on the back phone i gotta go <laughs> about a good point might be a pimp yeah my thought friend called me i have to get my camera i'm sorry to run out on the conference call mr wayne yes i like, got to go what are the rules to brian's life I'm, i need I'm a take, whole i'm taking a batmobile you're gonna take the batmo bike right it, the, what happens when the dudes see brian show up with this groupie are they like oh come on in my dude with the camera are they like man if you don't get the fuck out of here right. with this camera i like i need to know more about brian's life anyway 
he went through the back door and i went through the front and met up with him avante was acting weird like he wanted to fuck me but i made it clear i wanted to fuck the game as i was leaving i ran into his manager whack who i what a weird name for a manager anyway who i met the night before because he was my he was by the stage with me i told him i was pissed that someone else from the crew brought me there and i didn't even get the meat game whack told me stay in the lobby he'll be right back he came back and said game wants to see me so let's go brian my friend was still sitting down recording everything so i went up to the 10th level and they took me in a room without brian apparently i'm i don't know what's happening I, what happened to brian did a camera crew come with her did he just record till she went out of sight we need a search party for brian <laughs> right m.i.a so i went up to the 10th level and they took me into a room before they took me in games room they made me sign some paper and then they we went to him mm-hmm. whack took my phone and game gave me the best night of my life winky face number one if they make you sign an nda what's the point because apparently y'all are just violating the game just literally for no pun intended but y'all are violating the game and Ah. telling everything on the internet number two um (laughs) uh what you mean best night of my life like uh uh-uh i need details can't stop there which is why we have another paragraph okay okay um i and i'm assuming brian is done at this point right because yeah. if he took a phone made a sign a piece of paper brian's still downstairs sitting down recording everything right mm-hmm. what is he recording everything for i don't understand mm-hmm. just to prove that she went i sat on the bed and he stood in front of me he was wearing sweats i t- <laughs> the, the signature sweats y'all yeah t- <laughs> with, with, with the dick prints right i told him take them off and he said help me so i put him down i pulled him down a little and i sucked his dick for like five minutes you think she was looking at the clock i mean i lose track of time i can't speak for nobody i don't else. know she was like okay and that ding, five minutes it felt like he was about to come so i stopped and he was like damn take all that shit off so i did while he was taking it off <laughs> while, while he wait while he was taking off his and i laid down he got on top of me and told me put it in she fucked <laughs> we fucked like that for three minutes and then what <laughs> Ooh, she got a toaster timer what is happening we got a fitbit what's happening how are we knowing these precise i mean specific times it's like all recipes.com or something <laughs> yes turn your oven to 350 yeah <laughs> after three minutes it'll be done flip it over uh <laughs> so oh yeah so uh three minutes and then he turned me around and was pulling my hair and hitting from the back for a while then he came all over my back and once we clean oh no condom and once we cleaned up we talked and i sucked his dick again until they knocked and told him that he had to leave once he left around 10 p.m he told me i could stay if i want so i did while he left the az so i guess he said you can have a hotel to check out tomorrow or whatever mm-hmm. man that's very trusting to him how do you know she won't break break in the mini fridge and run up some charges anyway it was eight comments on this and don't get excited none of them by hating astorel jones huh? this one just came out today Jalen says doubt he fucked raw lol where's the recording cali girl says i'm sure he did i know chicks that say they fucked raw nasty i know and cali girl says i'm sure he did i know f- wait she said it twice okay 
chocolate with curve says i'm so jelly i love the game sugar bear says i'm so confused she went over to the hotel in the morning right they had sex for a total of eight minutes they were <laughs> all right if you count it all together first of all sugar bear's math is wrong because he hit it from the back for a while so you had to take the five minutes of head the three minutes of missionary and then add for a while on it how long that is they were notified that it was checkout time and she was able to stay in the room past checkout and when he finally left it was 10 p.m huh what am i missing and she obviously didn't read the paper he she signed um well i don't think one i don't think she went over in the morning uh two it doesn't sound like she got they knocked and said it's checkout time sounds like his boys knocked right said it's time to hit the road and go to another gig right guarantee that's what happened so she stayed the rest of the time right mia says she responded to sugar bear what does it say she went over in the morning she was woken up by a text that could have been in the late afternoon then she went then she actually had to get ready and get there so pre says i expected more details than this because that's my babe if i ever get the chance to fuck him i get i got details on dick ah and chan 19 just came in and said nasty ass hoes with, okay <laughs> with the emoji that has the mask over it because it's you know it's trying not to be sick you know what i'm talking about yes but like i don't want to catch a virus emoji mm-hmm. a lot of judgment going on by chan 19 to yeah. be on a member of ball alert yeah we'll keep you we'll keep you posted uh hey nancy red jones rod ain't made his way around to it's too fresh it's your boy yo got it i do grade a shit i'm the realest nigga walking and this the remix and i'm still out here looking for a five-star chick when i catch her i'ma bless her with a five-star kid she a natural born hustler she ain't chasing no sucker only mess with real niggas she ain't never fucked the buses so your cars and your jury that shit really don't excite her and your hating ass hoes on the club won't fight her she was born in the eight went to school in dc got a job in dallas texas did she move to tennessee if you ain't a five star shorty go ahead and face it fake gucci fake lewis shorty that'll make you basic all right all right uh let me make the second session real quick um but yeah that's a pretty interesting uh story right there um for the groupies and i'm sure hating ass terrell jones will be be around before we uh before too long oh yeah he just ain't made his way there yet <laughs> all right i'm gonna move over to the second session real quick um and we'll play some uh guess the race and wrap this shit up no white people news because you know um ball alert takes place by white people news i think and i think that's a valid valid replacement okay can't have it all guys um all right and let me invite you back onto the screen karen uh when i okay there you are and invite and let me go ahead and get the guest race music getting ready to pump in before we get the echo all right cool ready mm-hmm. 
Now that it's time for some guess the race. That's right, it's guess the race time. Now that it's time for some guess the race. That's right, it's guess the race time. That's right, it's time for Guess the Race, the number one game show going all across podcasts, and we read and play news articles from all over the globe, and we ask our contestants today, the chat room, to guess the race, and Karen plays along, and her in the chat room are racist, all right, today's Guess the Race is brought to you by Loot Crate, mm-hmm, LootCrate.com, y'all, Loot Crate is trying to hook you up with a monthly mystery crate that is filled with exclusive items from the biggest and best pop culture franchises and this month in october is spooky halloween horror that's right guys for less than twenty dollars a month you get six to eight items that include licensed gear apparel collectibles unique one-of-a-kind items and more sign up by the 19th of the month if you want to get this month's crate make sure you guys do that because this month they're gonna have that chill running up your spine and it's not your imagination it's loot crate with the october theme of horror we're taking over 40 years of creepy campy blood icons and putting them in this month's crate channel your first i mean channel your best final girl with items from the walking dead nightmare on elm street friday the 13th texas chainsaw massacre and halloween okay so you know it's gonna, who knows it's gonna be in there man mask they have you can get wearables if you go up to loot wear mm-hmm. uh you know there's different options at the boxes where you can upgrade and they, there's different crates too like they have gaming they have anime i mean so many different things so many different like just pets yeah if you, nothing else just go to lootcrate.com slash tbgwt look around like click on things find what you will make your nerd happy okay yes and if you live outside of the continental united states they do ship internationally so you can go and check to see if they ship to your country uh and you can get three dollars off of any new subscription if you put in code tbgwt now let's get to this guessing of the race okay guys there's a houston 911 operator who's been charged of hanging up on callers imagine you're in a life or death situation but the 911 operator won't take your call I heard there were actually at least five gunshots. Boom, 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 boom. Hua Lee doesn't have to imagine. Police say he lived it. Last March, Lee was buying lottery tickets at a convenience store when a man with a gun tried to rob it. As the gunman struggled with three clerks, Lee ran out to his car to call 911. But he didn't get through. They, they said, this is 911. How can I help you? And then I, I was trying to finish my sentence, and then... You know, it got disconnected. According to Houston police, Crenshonda Williams answered that call and then simply hung up on Lee. Lee called a second time and got through to another operator, but by the time police arrived, the store's owner had been shot to death. 911 is not there for you. Nobody. Nobody's going to help you. You're on your own. The next day, Williams allegedly hung up on another caller who was trying to report a couple of reckless drivers. According to court documents, after she hung up, she was recorded saying, quote, ain't nobody got time for this. For real. <laughs> HPD investigators began looking at Williams after Houston Emergency Center managers determined that over a six-month period, she was involved in thousands of what they call short calls. Those are 911 calls that last just 20 seconds or less. According to court documents, Williams admitted to investigators she often hung up on callers if she didn't feel like talking to them. Shit. All right, Karen. Guess the race of Crenshonda Williams, nine one one operator who just 
did not have time for that bullshit black karen's going black all right let's see what the chat room believes uh i i don't like people playing on my phone when keeping it real goes wrong uh holly berry stretching her acting skills black she's light-skinned a bunch of unread text messages too <laughs> sweet brown niecy black carpet black ain't nobody got time for that black she is black black the correct answer is and all you racists got it she's black Yo, I oh my god, I couldn't. There are a lot of people that have died because she was like, "Fuck it, I don't feel like talking today." Click, and some they said she had thousands of calls that were twenty seconds or less. That she hung up on people called panicking, and she was like, "Fuck you." My mama fell down the stairs and she's not breathing. The show is on. I gotta go. Click. Hello, hello. He's gonna kill me. I'm about to kill you, bitch. Oh, I ain't got time for this bullshit. It is almost my break. I got to get these hot tweets off. Click. That's a picture in the, um. 20 seconds or less. Mm-hmm. And now I put a picture in the chat. Is it showing? Yes. Okay, cool. That's, uh, Crenshonda Williams. I, no, I'm pretty sure she know they record shit. She just didn't give a fuck, did she? She must not have gave no fucks because they record every call. It tells Everything. you. Everything. It's a fucking call log, dog. Ain't nobody got time for this. What? The person died. What? I, yeah, she, mm. And I got to be a federal crime for you, but like, fuck it. Oh, she man. She knew you some federal laws. Uh, let's see here. Um here's one i want the desk near the window plain and simple student who calls herself a ticking time bomb sends angry list of demands to her future roommates before they even met what ucla is where this took place um friendship is unlikely to blossom in one university dorm room this semester after one of his occupants sent an aggressive list of demands to her roommates before even meeting them the message sent by a ucla freshman known only as ashley was shared by one of two recipients on twitter in a post which has now been seen by thousands one of ashley's new roommates 17 year old winnie chin an aspiring makeup artist from los angeles took the social media site after being left in a total shock by the email which she says was sent because ashley's earlier messages hadn't drawn a response for a couple of days um so the message is okay so i'm not sure why neither of you responded back to my emails but i don't really care just as long as you both know this and understand that i'm not gonna settle for anything less than what i'm gonna tell you that i'm gonna get once i arrive in the dorm i'll take the top bunk of the bunk bed that has a bottom and top bunk i do not want a the single bunk where it has a desk uh underneath the top bunk so don't try to leave me that uh i'm also taking one of the white closets there should be two white closets and i'm taking one of them i don't care which one it is just know i'm taking one of them i want the desk that's near the window plain and simple i don't care about who gets the bottom bunk but just know that what i stated above is what i'm expecting once i arrive at the dorm and i won't be in the mood for any arguing or any other nonsense because one of you two decided to deliberately disregard this email if i need it if needed to be if needed be i'll turn into a bigger into a bigger situation so don't try me 
sorry but not that sorry for the attitude i don't like being ignored because that's just rude but that's what you both decide to do so i decided to make it clear now on the kind of person i am and what i will and won't will not take so i as a as a final reminder i'm getting the top bunk of the bunk bed with the bed at the bottom i'm getting one of the white closets and i'm getting the desk near the window so that's fair enough to ask for considering that i'm giving up fighting for the bottom bunk uh huh uh so yeah it's uh pretty that was pretty mean uh they did respond to it um let's see uh first and foremost i was not ignoring you not only have i been incredibly busy moving houses this week and driving back and forth for more than three hours every day which leaves me little to no time to talk to my friends much less check my email but i'm not used to communicating with people through email so please excuse me for being rusty at this plus we first got into contact on tuesday and today is barely thursday a day's difference shouldn't be made into a, such a bigger situation that's simply why i suggested that we communicate through group chat on facebook messenger but it's honestly okay if you don't want to i can settle with emailing second i would just like to say that me and winnie are extremely easygoing people we're chill and more than willing to compromise with one another including you and make decisions based on fairness and we appreciate that you are letting us know your preferences from the get-go but here's a list of things we don't appreciate one you assuming out the bat that we're ignoring you please don't play the victim it's petty two you making all these demands while it may not seem like it to you it seems like it to us three your attitude girl we haven't even met uh but at this rate i don't think i want to even meet you anymore hashtag sorry but not that sorry five for your sense of entitlement just because you gave up the bottom bunk please there is more to life than the bottom bunk and that doesn't give you the excuse to automatically demand the top bunk that has no has a bottom and top bunk uh one of the white closets and a desk that's near the window look i'm not here to fight with you i hate being a bitch but i'm not going to allow anyone to talk to me or winnie like that you said don't try me but you ended up trying me so here i am i'd understand if you would want to change roommates after reading this email because honestly that is how me and winnie felt after reading yours but if you're willing to work this out and start over then so are we i'm about being open-minded and getting to know people just let me and winnie know sincerely gustina ton p.s i'm fine with the top bunk and the desk underneath it uh so she responded um so then she replied back but word of advice while i stepped out of line with my attitude you throwing it right back along with your other snarky unnecessary comments is just fighting fire with fire i'm mature enough to put out the fire myself once i see it spreading but other people aren't so i don't think that was necessary the right way to handle the situation however like i said the fact that you stuck up for you and winnie seems pretty cool to me i like people who know how to speak up for themselves but most importantly for others too so yeah i don't mind starting over considering the fact that i don't get along with people right off the bat because i'm not much more much of a people person so i'm not looking to find other roommates either i'm also really chill too <laughs> but as you can see from my previous email i'm like a ticking time bomb that sets off when certain things i don't like happen to me don't y'all ruin her i went far with the i went far with the assumptions that you both were ignoring me but i wasn't playing victim i truly believed i was being ignored because of how i was looking at the situation my mind trails elsewhere when i'm not catching it on the tracks she crashed i'm an over over analyzer which leads to other thinking to overthinking at times i do have anger issues 
that has only been going off recently because of personal stuff one of the major ones being i'm leaving home to go miles away if that scares you then you can request another roommate i have low tolerance for a lot of things and my patience level isn't high at all those are three things i've been working on and plan on working on it while in college too so since it's one of the best times to grow and develop into who you want to be so now that i've said a little more about myself and my piece on the situation if you like to request another roommate that's fine but it's not if not that's cool too i'd appreciate if you would take the top bunk with the desk underneath lol so uh yeah um guess the race of uh the person who sent the original email ashley ashley black and she crazy mm, okay um karen's going with black all right um hold on wait let me make sure i got the right the picture of her actually no i don't have a picture of her i don't think we had a picture of this is the picture of the girl who wrote the email back mm-hmm. and her name was hold on i can tell you again uh winnie chin i would say white white winnie chin all right let's check the chat room see what they believe or asian Shit. i'm pick a side now karen i'm about asian with that one okay all right so we're guessing the race of the person who emailed back we don't have ashley's race okay guys so i'm gonna give y'all a second to collect your thoughts and then i'm gonna start checking okay guys um let's see uh knows what dog tastes like asian oh god i shouldn't have even given you a chance uh, so we guessing winnie she's asian says joe yeah the, yeah oh, oh, oh so some people had already guessed yeah yeah yeah. but they were guessing ashley because i thought i had her picture but i realized we don't have it um anyway the correct answer is she's asian all right that's uh that's it for that let's go to uh the bonus i mean the sword ratchetness there's no sword ratchetness today nobody did anything with swords i don't believe you exactly a family in regina was sleeping with a wooden leg table as weapons now at the chaotic scene friday night bridget sear and her, her family were watching tv when they heard a loud bang on the front door of their home on uh wascana street near fifth avenue she and her son went to see what was going on and saw a group of about six or seven women two of them smashed their way inside and punched her son in the face they were in they were down the hall and we had to push them out she said there were eight family members including two toddlers in the home at the time the kids are now safe and staying with their father elsewhere seer and son managed to stop the others from getting inside while pushing the first two women back outside meanwhile another woman went to the neighbor's house to grab a sword seer explained that she started smashing through the front window which is now boarded up i thought they were coming through the window for sure that's why she was cleaning out the glass 
she just kept smashing at the window officers arrived before the sword bear made it inside and seer said she was laughing the whole time even if she got arrested no one was seriously hurt but seer's having trouble sleeping now what the fuck was this this is a home invasion they came in here to hurt us a pack of them why it was a strange incident serious playing some of the members of the group seem to be trying to stop to two the two women and even help her keep the door closed her son knows one of the women from a past relationship mm-hmm. and the name of the two women was not released because they probably white all right guys we'll see you guys next week man uh if you're in miami we'll see you down there um we, we hope to see some fans uh in miami yeah, so follow us on social media and we'll let you know uh the time and know uh, where we're gonna meet up at yeah so until then i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.